Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, 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 y'all. Uh, 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 beep, beep. Kidding. All right. Welcome back to the 29th episode of Believe in K pop. Wow, 29. Okay. 29, I figured, you know, I, I did say I would have a guest for the rest of this year until 2020. And uh, I technically don't have a guest today, but the guest will be myself because I'm going to be interviewing myself. How weird is that? Probably pretty weird, but. I figured it'd be an interesting time and next week and through the rest of this year, we will have a multitude of guests. But for today, it shall be me as the guest. Um, hope you guys are doing well this week. Um, shout out to Discord. Y'all are keeping it popping and uh, more than me even just being in there. Y'all are discussing different things, which I really appreciate and enjoy. And also you all have suggested um, a couple of other podcast people or guests to have on the podcast so I appreciate that I will take those suggestions into an account into account and I will definitely have those guests on thank you Uh, I just have to I know someone mentioned react to the k and I've never watched their channel so I do need to like if I'm gonna have them I need to start researching them so um and you know genuinely getting interested in what they have to say I'm sure I've heard a lot of great things so um get excited for that uh it is almost the end of 2019 it is September I'm getting sick though so bear with my stuffy nose um one thing I've been thinking about um in our discord chat we kind of slightly touched on it but uh, a lot of people um I I find myself wanting to know Korean much more I I hate I I know I don't really like relying on subtitles or uh translations and obviously that'll take a long time in order for me to get to the point where I don't have to rely on that but um and I've, I've downloaded a couple of apps, Duolingo. There's another egg bun one, I think it's what it's called. There's also one called Pemsler, which is more of an like actual formal educational one that my mother, uh, who is a professor, uh, a language professor um, at a at Morehouse College, she recommended that I use this app. So I downloaded Pemsler. They had a deal going on, or through her, I guess you could say. And I have been using it. I've been using it since February. Um, I have been going slow as molasses. Um, sometimes I get frustrated because I feel like I don't know what they are saying. Um, and as time goes on, it gets a little bit more complicated. So, uh, I will put it off and put it off and put it off. Um, cause it's 30 minutes essentially of listening to things. So it's a good app definitely. Um, and also you can read as well if you don't know already how, know how to read Hangul, but at the same time, I was like, I need another reinforcement, whether it's class. So I'll be taking one next week, starting next week, every Tuesday evening. Or I thought, well, I also don't like be having when I'm singing like a Korean song and I get to certain parts and I'm just like, whatever, like I don't know how to sing it or I don't know what they're saying and I don't know exactly how they're saying it. So I was like, what if I also challenge myself in addition to having a guest each week? I challenged myself to teach myself a song and actually sing it in Korean. That also can help me learn the 
language better as well. So, um, and also pronounce things better and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I will not start off with like the fastest rap song. I was thinking about starting off with Long Flight by Taeyong, his recent um, solo uh, SM Station single. Um, I was thinking about starting off with that. So let me know if if you guys think that's a cool thing. And if you guys want to do it, maybe we can like create some cool little jingle out of it. I'm not sure, but I think that'd be really cool. So back to the guest at hand, aka me. Um, I'm always like, I'm really excited for this guest. Well, guess what? I'm excited for me. Okay. Soulmate by Lizzo. Go read the lyrics. That's how I feel about myself right now. Okay, I'm kidding. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for me. Um, I looked up online, like how to interview, what would, how to interview yourself or questions I would have for myself if I were someone else. First question. And it'll all be like in relation to K-pop. Are you healthy? I don't think I've been being very healthy lately. As far as my sleep patterns, as far as eating healthy, I've been working out-ish, but not really that healthy. I'm going to try to be better. Do I love myself? Do you love yourself? I'm learning to love myself. That's a process and a half, as we all know. I believe I was watching some sort of survival show and I was crying. Or I honestly am the type of person I will search out videos in order to make myself cry. It's kind of sad. Do I regret anything in K-pop? No, I don't regret anything in K-pop. I don't regret anything I've done. I've learned from certain situations, uh, but I don't regret anything. Goals. Um, My goals. I've had a number of goals in the last year and a half. A lot of them have involved BTS and wanting to interview them. Has that happened yet? No. Um, Will that happen someday? Yeah. When will it happen? I have no idea. And part of the frustration that I've had in some of these goals and trying to manifest them is that I try to put a timetable on it. And when you put timetables on things, apparently uh, it's not supposed to work that way. Um, although I've met some people that have put timetables on things and they've come to fruition. So I'm not quite sure universe how you're trying to make me get these things to work. But, um, in regards to BTS, there have been a lot of instances where they have been around me associated with someone who I know those kinds of things. And that person has gotten to interview them. That person has gotten to escort them or whatever, um, in number, in a number of cases. And I'm just like, that's real funny. It's real funny. Y'all like y'all know, I really want this. Right. And everyone else is going to do it. And I'm just like, I hope you had fun. Tell me about it. I'm hashtag jealous at the same time. Let me know. Let me tell you hashtag gel, but it's okay. It's a process. Again, I used to also pitch myself to different, um, interviewers or mediums that might be interviewed, might be interviewing BTS. Um, and I got shut down most of the time. Yeah. I got shut down all the time. (laughs) And, uh, after a while that process made me almost start to resent BTS and resent the love that they were being shown because I felt like I was making all these efforts and I was getting nothing back from it directly. And so I started to get a little salty. I love BTS. Obviously, they've given me so much and more uh, in terms of a new way of looking at life and perspectives and just a new side of everything. I think I went hardcore for the fandom and because I went hardcore in that fandom and was trying really hard to insert myself in everything, I kind of got burnt out. And like I said, I started to resent the group itself a little bit. Um, and I like stopped searching out their interviews and things like that. Uh, I casually watch their stuff now. I would say I'm a casual fan now. I don't think I can call myself ARMY anymore. Not because of them, but it's more just like it's been a process of myself. So, um, And I feel like when you stop really, really wanting something, like, you know, they say, like, when you really want a relationship, the moment you stop looking for one is when you get it. I feel like that's how it is. Um, the moment I stopped really caring about BTS 
it still hasn't happened yet, but I imagine it might be years down the line when I really have been like, okay, maybe I've met them and been around them in other instances where I'm not interviewing them, but it'll be at a time when I like, I'm ready for it. So maybe those other times I wasn't ready for it. I probably wasn't. But other goals have come of the the work that I've put in to the army fandom. Um, whether it's creating army con, whether it's creating friends that led me to other friends and other friends and other connections like there, I wouldn't have been able to do anything I'm doing right now had I not gone full force in that fandom and got to know people and waited hours outside. So, um, and you know, it, it just brought in my knowledge of everything. So again, BTS did change my life. Um, so indirectly, I got a lot of things coming to me, including, you know, different K-pop groups that I've gotten the chance to interview or the chance to interact with closely. Um, so I'm definitely not ungrateful. It's just sort of a different it's it it's a process as we all say so i'm very happy with where i'm at right now though let's see the thing that annoys me the most when korean labels or companies and the mediums that are interviewing them um still ask the same annoying questions we all know we get annoyed with the who do you want to collaborate with what's your favorite food in la what's your favorite thing to do in la what do you want to say to your fans honestly shout out to the panel that i attended at kcon called breaking news in k-pop where they had balloon underscore wanted that twitter account um tamar herman natalie morin and jeff benjamin on the panel and um tucker from reddit was moderating it and they basically said uh, i mean it's a mix of you know regular people might not know who these groups are like in the u.s so like saying they want to collaborate with camila cabello might like strike a chord like oh i want to get to know them because they said they want to collaborate with camila okay but then also it's partly the i've talked about this before but it's partly the the korean companies that are censoring a lot of these questions for various different reasons but um i'm at a point where i mean it's not like i've interviewed every k-pop act in the world yet but um maybe one day but either way like maybe i'm just being a little like meh like i just want everybody to be interviewed in a certain way because but so maybe don't listen to me who do you love who do you love is it him or me who do i love do y'all really want to know this question the answer to this question Mm, i'll give you a hint his initials are sc figure it out from there you know when I think about people having biases in groups, I used to be the type of person that was like, I don't have a bias because that's unprofessional. And like, if I want to interview them one day, then I can't have a bias. And uh, Elizabeth DeLuna, she is like a YouTube YouTuber consultant uh, with a focus on K-pop. She uh, was like, even people that work in media have a bias. So like, it's chill. And I was like, okay. And I always knew I had a bias. And for a long time, I wouldn't tell anybody. And then some people like guessed it and they were like, is it J-Hope? Is it Hoso? Is it Hobie? And I was like, okay, yes, but don't tell anybody, please, please, please don't tell anybody. And then eventually someone told her and I was like, God, dog, the, the word's out. Um, and now I just don't care. I just don't care anymore because who cares? Like the group is meant to, I don't know. I, maybe it's just me telling myself this, like Emily, who cares? Truly. I actually do have two, his sister, I forget, I don't know her name, her real name. I know her Instagram name. It's Mejiwoo. Um, she has a clothing line and she has two, she has a bracelet on her clothing line that my friend Jessica got for me. I think it was for my birthday or it's for Christmas, but, um, it's a silver like linked chain link bracelet that has a little charm on it that says hope. Both of the charms have broken off. I don't know where the hopes are. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, I still wear those bracelets uh, to this day because it symbolizes hope and it symbolizes a little J-hope. Um, so yeah, and I also, I wear a lot of rings on my finger. I'm like giving a lot of stuff away. I wear a lot of rings on my finger and on my pinky ring, there is a ring that I got in Korea in Hongdae. Uh, there's a little stand. Uh, I forget what the name of it is, but there's a little stand that makes these little engraved rings for $5. And I was like, what am I going to get in my ring? And then I saw one that said Pangtan Sonyeondan, obviously written in Hangul. And I looked at the guy and I was like, I'm sorry. I am probably the most Korea-boo, like American, like foreigner. But I was like, I want that one. <laughs> and so he was like, okay, like you're not the 17th person to ask that in the last hour, but okay. I wear that pinky ring. And it's not to be like, oh my God, I freaking love BTS. As I mentioned before, like it feels like I'm kind of falling out the fandom, but I still wear it because they definitely mean a lot uh to me and how they've changed my life so i definitely still wear that all the rings and jewelry i wear have a special meaning um and that's the one i wear um you know and and in picking biases i remember first looking at the group and i didn't notice a lot of the members um i never i noticed j-hope because he was just super loud and i just like was so irritated by him at first but over time i'm not um but as far as like visuals my first thoughts always were like oh jungkook and then for, like, Stray Kids, it was Bang Chan. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, that's my typical, typical, typical type in terms of, like, I normally go for, like, the really conventionally extremely good-looking dudes. And that's what they were to me at first. You can ask any of my former coworker, co-workers at uh, Choice. They would say, like, oh, she was in love with Bang Chan. I admire his leadership skills, um, really. And I admire his – I like his personality a lot. Um, but – the other person uh, that is my bias right now is SC, and I love this person. I can't wait to interview this person one day, too. Um, so, guess, and tell me what your guess is, and I'll let you know. And no, it's not SC, the EXO subunit with Sehun and Chanyeol. Anyway, do you have enough money? Girl, at the time, or currently, I'm trying to get that money, um... The fun thing is, like, yes, I have the time to do all this K-pop stuff and research, which is so key, so freaking key to doing well, is uh, I have to, I feel like I have to do a lot of research, and I love doing the research, but I feel like I'm always behind, so I just research all the time. Um, researching mean, like, meaning, like, I watch old interviews, old survival shows, which is partly enjoyable, but also, like, I like to watch, it's never, like, fully, like, oh, this is fun, I want to enjoy it and watch. I normally watch dramas for the fun of it, but also there, I feel like I'm getting some sort of educational something out of it, but because K-pop is such a, it's still a niche industry, um, and there's little jobs, especially, I feel like, for our foreign people, um, because I don't know the language yet, I'm putting all this negative energy out there, that's not what I'm trying to do, I'm just trying to talk through it, there's not a lot of money to be made in my realm yet, or I, I maybe I, I just haven't found it yet, maybe it's coming for me, I welcome you if you are coming, so, uh, money-wise, um, we chillin'. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Why do you feel high and mighty sometimes? Well, uh, if you don't, if you maybe knew me at the beginning of my fandom-y things, like, I thought I was, like, better than everybody else because I was like, oh, I work for the Dodgers. And, like, I actually interview these people and I know people in the industry. So, like, I'm better. I will never stoop down to this fangirliness. I definitely don't fangirl. I don't fangirl ever. It's more just, like, I just, like, like to groove. But in terms of, like... When people would buy, people would say they have a bias. When people buy the albums, I was just like, y'all go do that. I understand why you want to, but whatever. And then 
I am like cherishing the Stray Kids album that I have and these BTS albums in my my closet they stay there and don't get ruined at all because I cherish them as someone I I could do like a giveaway and be like yeah here's an album but I feel so uh attached to those so um yeah what else um also I used to not like Eggyo or like girl groups really I used to be like they're just so like ugh like no and now I listen to I love girl groups. I like Rocket Punch. Thank you, Warren. I like beam, boom, 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 boom. Sometimes I just want to go back to my old self and be like, girl, hop off that high horse that you don't even need to be on. What do I do for a living? I like to bring people together of different backgrounds and cultures. That is one of my greatest joys is to see different people of different cultures and different backgrounds brought together. Picture yourself in five years. Uh, I was watching M Countdown last night and like, I want to be a host on one of these music shows that would obviously require me to know the language. Um, so the first show that would probably make sense is the uh, Arirang uh, music show that I watched that I'm blanking on the name of. Um, also, I might have mentioned before, but uh, Arirang's um, After School Club would be really cool. Pops and Soul would be really cool. Um, so yeah. But that's maybe that's in less than five years. I could probably do that in less than five years. Um, in five years, probably a host on a music show would be really cool. Um, I would like to be able to travel a lot, too. I am learning that uh, staying in one place, uh, I get, like, not antsy. I just get, like, ha, 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 ha. Like, I need, I like, I like differentiation. Um, what other questions do you have for me, Emily? What is your childhood dream? My childhood dream has always been to be on stage, to be in the spotlight, but to be on stage. Um, but I have not invested any time in performing since I did cheerleading. So I, you know, the next best thing is to be able to host and, you know, I'm okay with it. If someone's like, hey, bro, you want to be on a girl group under Big Hit? I'd be like, escort, sign me up. I can sing. I can, I've never rapped, but I'm willing to try. And I can, I can keep rhythm. So your girl's good. And then just dress up my face and we can have a little visual fun too. <laughs> How often do you laugh? And K-pop stuff? I don't know the last time I laughed in K-pop stuff. I laughed at the Kevin Wu concert. That was fun. I catch myself, when I really like a group, I catch myself smiling at their content. <laughs> Whether it's V-Lives and I'll be like, ew, why are you smiling like that? Like I catch myself smiling all the time. My most dangerous enemy? is Emily. Emily is my most dangerous Emily. Uh, enemy. <laughs> uh, I, I'm realizing that I am the sabotager of myself. Uh, I think I downplay myself. Um, and I think I downgrade uh, the things that I'm capable of doing because I might have the same amount of following or um, I might not be the most personality, like, like actively, like, boisterous personality. But... Um, I find myself like downplaying myself and I, you know, it's not good. You got to be your own cheerleader, man. And I need to learn how to do that. Um, what's the most important thing I've done so far in the K-pop realm? I reached out to people on Reddit with my idea that I wanted to be the spokesperson for ARMY. <laughs> 
and everyone was like, uh, I'm going to let you know that people probably aren't going to want to have one central person for a spokesperson. People are not going like that. And I was like, okay, well, what about this idea? And I had these long discussions with some people on Reddit who I ended up talking to, creating 21st Century Army as an account and was able to tell stories of different armies. So in a way, maybe you could call it a spokesperson in terms of like, let me tell you guys about all the good things Army is doing. And then one day randomly got picked to go on stage and accept an award on behalf of army so maybe i was a spokesperson there god was like you might not be the overall spokesperson but you're gonna be it a couple of times that i was like bet cool it's funny how things work out man it's freaking funny that was something i really wanted um but i think from going on reddit like i said i went on there created my account got connected to roseanne aka xls got connected to all these other youtubers started working at choice had I not had any of that background of just reaching out to people on Reddit and honestly reaching out to everybody and their mother on Twitter too, like DMing the whole freaking world with my idea that I want to be the spokesperson. Uh, oh gosh, then none of this would have happened. So thanks Reddit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Also, they're great with news. My Reddit, so in addition to my YouTube watch later being like over 250 videos, my reddit tabs for save things are like hella too so i'm just like oh gosh always behind but you gotta work through it what do you wish you knew i wish i knew korean fluently i wish but we're trying okay we're gonna learn this song long flight love me say ooh ah, ooh ah. I, I can sing bruh okay y'all gonna hear it next week okay i'd like to know more about first and second generation k-pop um and i think i can be able to do that through my radio show um i have to do a lot of research for that just because a lot of groups i don't i don't know a lot of groups in depth other than bts and even i don't know a lot of about Sri Racha of Stray Kids. Um, but i need to start doing like serious research and i feel like i need to do that on second gen groups I feel like I want to do it on Big Bang or 21. I'm going to be honest. Um, they are the ones that are pulling me. Um, but also Shiny, too. Uh, so if you're listening to this and you want to hear this radio show next week, tell me which one I should do because I'm between those three. I don't know much about 2 p.m. yet, so I'm not quite on that train. But one of those groups, or Miss A either, or Wonder Girls. Okay. I want to know more about the inner workings of the industry. And as I was writing that out, I was like, Emily, do you really want to know? But I was like, I want to work in this industry. I want to know what I need to know. Okay. It's just like any other industry. I want to know what I need to know in order to be able to navigate it better. Uh, I also would like to know how to better manage my time in my life. If someone could schedule, if you're listening to this, if you could schedule out a time for me to schedule blocks, literally 24 hours a day, maybe in 15 minute intervals, Okay, this 15 minutes is allocated for VLive content. This is allocated for interviews. This is allocated for YouTuber content. This is for scrolling through Twitter for news. This is for Reddit news. This is for memes and the like. Okay, and then if you want to tell me, okay, how long I should meditate, how long I need to learn Korean each day, um, and how long I need to make other content and research and create the content for what I need to talk about later on in this podcast and this radio show, that'd be great. So <laughs> that's what I lead. I would like to be better at. Lastly, what do you like most? What do I like most about K-pop? Uh, I like the packaging of everything. I think it's really cool. I'm slowly falling into it, even though I said I wouldn't. I'm staring at this yellow wood poster that I actually want to hang up on my wall right now. And I am trying my hardest not to do it. Um, what do you like most? Uh, also, I like how there's a bit of humanity in it in that there is so much love between the fans and the idols themselves that... No matter the fact that there is a language barrier, so many language barriers, 
people are still making such an effort to seek that stuff out. And they don't care that there's a language barrier, there's a culture bar- barrier. Um, props to the K-pop industry and the Korean government for funding it in some ways because, uh, you know, that's you've allowed people to find sincere joy and um, learn about other sides of the world that they would have never known about um, had you not done and invested such care and time in it. So I appreciate it. So I find a little bit of humanity in that. Um, thank you guys for listening to this little here you go. This is me, little thing. This is very candid. I apologize for my stuffy nose. And it's pretty chill, I would say. It's more of one of my more chill podcasts. So if you have any more ideas, hit me up. I am taking the ideas for sure. I reached out to a shiny fan base. If y'all have any shiny fan bases that you think you could reach out, you I should reach out to to have one because I would love to have a shiny fan base on um, in the next few weeks. Um, I also, if you know of any and like you want to connect me with them, let me know. So thank you so much for doing this. I will take all into your, all the ideas into account. Um, seriously, uh, I'm not playing and I will do it in advance. So, uh, but if you guys want to join the discord chat, you can at me at, or you can DM me at E-M-I-H-A-Y-D-E-L and I will give you the link. Thank you guys so much for listening. Once again, I am very appreciative of your listens and your listenership. Um, and I cannot wait to hear you guys next week. Adios. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.